Welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast by IC System, your trusted subject matter expert for debt collection solutions. Join us as we discuss the biggest trends and topics in debt collection and explore account recoveries in an uncertain future. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast from IC System. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Now, today we're discussing how a business advisor can improve your healthcare organization's revenue challenges. And joining us here on the show is Mary Pendergrast. She is the VP of Sales at IC System. Mary, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you once again for, for being here, Mary. And also joining us today is Gary Meza. He is the CEO and owner of GTM Medical Consulting. Gary, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tyler. My pleasure. Excellent. Well, we are thrilled to have Gary joining us here on the show today. So, Gary, start us off. Tell us a little bit about GTM Medical Consulting and what it is that you offer. Well, I start medical practices and I work with practices that are struggling and typically it's a financial issue. I've started 47 in the last 17 years of all different specialties, and I've worked with well over 100 practices, helping them to restructure their practice to make them more efficient and financially sound. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff, Gary. So, when you meet a prospective client for the first time or, or something like that, what's typically their, their primary issue? What issues are you seeing on a regular basis? Well, Tyler, it's billing efficacy, which leads back to cash flow. Uh, to flush this out, I ask physicians if I can review their accounts receivable report, monthly billing metrics, et cetera, and very seldom do they review these on a regular basis. Um, they just want to practice medicine. However, because of the changes to the medical field over the last 10 years or so, they've been forced to enlist a business consultant or high-level manager who can create a, a game plan to get them on track. So, Mary, when you think about what, what Gary and the team at GTM Medical Consulting are doing, how does that fit in also with, with IC System and with what your goal is as well? Well, Gary is a longtime business partner of myself and IC System. He introduced us, me and my company, to practices that need help with self-pay collections. Um, by working with Gary, he is able to um, bring a practice to us that is, um, you know, a lot easier to collect accounts because they're a lot fresher. He's reviewed everything. He knows that the accounts are validly due and owing, and he works with them to tighten up their billing process and procedures and ultimately getting the accounts to IC system a lot sooner and a lot more collectible. Right, right. So, so Gary, obviously a, a lot has changed in the last year, year and a half, right? And so what are some of the biggest challenges your clients are facing today um, as a result of, uh, of all of the changes in the world over the last 18 months? Well, Tyler, I've been in the medical field for nearly 30 years and it seems it changes every year. Um, for instance, contracts with the insurance companies. Uh, physicians are paid by the insurance companies for services rendered to their members. In the years past, physicians were paid at a rate exceeding what Medicare pays, Medicare being the lowest paying contract. Uh, nowadays, they're fortunate to receive Medicare rates. In most cases, the insur insurance companies are sometimes 30% below Medicare reimbursement. And compounding this, you have the advent of the affordable care plans. And, and yes, the plans are affordable, but not many know that the average deductible for a single plan, single family plan, is around $4,400, and the average family deductible is $8,400. And unfortunately, 44% of patients surveyed indicate they cannot pay medical expenses exceeding $1,000. 
And so consequently, you have medical staff who've been asked to collect patient outstanding balances, which no one enjoys. Um, I don't know of any medical workers who've joined a practice to perform collection functions. Uh, the, the good news is the, the physicians are now investing in collection technique training to hone the skills of their staff, which is truly needed. So um, I, I'm happy to see that. Absolutely. So uh, obviously, you know, like, like you mentioned, the maybe the only constant in the medical field is is change, right? And, and the pandemic has obviously impacted uh, your clients in a, in a major way. So what are some of the ways that, that the pandemic has impacted uh, your clients over the past year uh, specifically? And what are some of the biggest challenges uh, today that they're facing as a result uh, of COVID-19? Well, Tyler, in addition to what I just mentioned, physicians are having to adapt with the advent of the pandemic, I made a prediction that consequently there would be two byproducts created. There would be an increase in homeschooling and telemedicine, both of which have come to fruition. With regard to telemedicine, physicians have had to adapt by investing in new software, um, setting up new processes, educating their patients, etc. The good news is that this has been well received by patients. Um, they like the idea of not having to drive to a location wait in a waiting room, be around others in a waiting room who are ill, and not having to leave the comforts of their home when they're not feeling well. Um, fortunately, the insurance companies have paid for these visits the same as an office visit, which is more than they normally would. Conversely, physician staff are now faced with the challenge of collecting copays and outstanding balances from patients who are no longer coming into their office. There again, creating another financial challenge for physicians. And do you agree, Gary, that the relationship changes? I mean, if I have to see it, I think the telehealth uh, industry is great, and I love to do it myself personally, but I don't have the same relationship with the doctor that via the computer that I would if I drove and went and met with him. And he'd be overall asking nice questions like, how's your family? How are you? Uh, what's your work like? You know, just some maybe a little more detailed, uh, personalized care. Well, and that's probably true, but for example, I have an endocrinologist that works with a lot of Medicare patients and, you know, they, they've told him that they don't like having to drive through the traffic, uh, come to a waiting room and, and, you know, sit for 15 or 20 minutes and just leaving their home. So, um, just using Medicare patients as an example, they, they like it and physicians have said they, they've gotten some great feedback from this. And it's here to stay, don't you agree? Oh, Yes. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, and hopefully the, uh, the insurance companies continue to pay well for these because uh, even though the patients aren't coming to the office, uh, they like it. And the, the patients are the insurance plan's members. So hopefully they're going to do what's best for their members. And I, I suppose hopping on the, the back of Mary's question, you know, it's, it's obviously something that's here to stay. And you've mentioned people, people like it and people like this way of doing, doing things. Is this maybe change the way that, um, you know, that, that your clients have to uh, operate a little bit um, as a result of, of these changes that have occurred over the last few years that, that seem to be um, changes that are going to stick around for the long haul. Does this change maybe the, the future of what their operations looks like? Well, yes, it's, it's changed. Um, unfortunately, they're, you know, their, their accounts receivable or their, their collections are their biggest issues nowadays. And so physicians have had to uh, not only worry about the quality of care, but they also have to worry about their, you know, their livelihood. 
So, so yes, it, it's changed and, and physicians have had to adapt to that and the staff has had to adapt to that and, um, and, and it's not going to go away. So, yeah, it's definitely made a difference. So, Gary, what kind of results do you see? If you can give us a before and after, uh, you know, like, like we see on advertisements and that sort of thing, if you could give us a before or after of what it looks like when you see a provider go from not having a business advisor like GTM to then having one, what, what are some of the big changes and what does that, uh, maybe what does that before and after photo look like? Um, well, a good analogy might be a patient going to their physician because of what ails them. Uh, physician practices have a lot of ailments, if you will such as, you know, financial struggles, operational issues, personnel management, et cetera, I can assist with addressing and improving all of them. Um, for example, benchmarking their expenses against best practices, uh, creating a budget, uh, an in-depth analysis of the billing process, uh, create a collection policy, and identify training needs, just to, just to mention a few. And Mary, from your perspective, uh, do you have any thoughts on that? Just uh, what it looks like once a provider goes from not having a business advisor like GTM to then having one? Uh, g give us your perspective on that. Well, I think <clears throat> that the practice becomes way more successful. They have um, really good trained staff, um, improvement in their bottom line. Hopefully, Gary sets up you know some nice perks for the staff. Just a better, well-run office which helps everyone from the patient walking in, the front desk working, as well as the physician and nurses and things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Gary, what advice would you give to providers who aren't currently meeting revenue or accounts receivable goals? What sorts of things would you, would you recommend, especially given this time and the changes like we discussed previously, what advice would you give to, to providers in this time? Um, first of all, there are not a lot of physician practices that have accounts receivable goals. Um, in most cases, this is foreign to them. Um, unfortunately, this isn't taught in medical school, uh, but it's the number one reason why physician practices become insolvent or they go to work for hospitals or large practices. Um, there have been several times that I've met with physicians who've had hundreds of thousands of dollars in their accounts receivable with no collection process in place. Um, physicians need to hire a professional company with the expertise to um, evaluate and address and provide the appropriate recommendations to get them back on track. Certainly. So, uh, give us a little bit of uh, the, the history of when you started working with IC System and, and why you decided to work with IC System in the first place. Uh, give us a little bit of, a, of the history there, Gary. Well, Tyler, based on everything we just discussed, I mean, your collection agency is the last resort for physicians, but it's, it's one of the most important. Typically, by the time a patient account is sent to collections, it's already been around three months since they were originally seen by their physician. And unfortunately, there's about a 74% collection rate on patient balances over 90 days and only 30% after six months. Um, therefore, you need a professional collection agency in place and not just any agency. Um, you need one that's efficient, has a professional approach to your patients, and has a reasonable rate. I started working with IC Systems um, over 15 years ago, and my clients and I have been very pleased with their outcomes. Um, over the years, they've been very efficient in collecting from patients and treating patients very professionally, which is extremely important with such a sensitive topic. Um, every practice that I start, I, I include IC Systems. And we've talked a number of times on this podcast, Gary, just about the way that IC System approaches working with uh, their clients and, uh, and performing collections efforts, does that also kind of 
um, kind of meld with your uh, approach as well as it relates to uh, to empathetic uh, approaches and and just how you overall see the business and see how this should work and, and be most effective. Well, as I mentioned, much of my focus when working with physicians is their cash flow, which leads back to their collection policies. Um, physicians have come to realize that up to 25% of their accounts receivable is patient responsibility, um, i.e. Ducti- deductibles, co-pays, and co-insurance. Um, the physician staff must do everything possible to collect from patients, but if not, it's going to be the collection agency's responsibility to ultimately collect outstanding balances. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um we talked a little bit about this earlier, but uh, give us a little bit more detail on how IC System fits into how GTM works with providers. Uh, just just talk us through it. Talk us through that one last time, just uh, so everyone kind of has a clear understanding of the roles that everyone has. Physician practices are set up to where patients are sent three statements. Um, well, they're they're sent statements on a regular basis, but. Once they're sent three statements and have not made any payments, then it will go to a collection agency. And so it's imperative to get that to the agency as fast as possible because, like I mentioned, as the longer uh, it takes to get them the account, the, the less, less chance of collecting. Um, so um, it, it's imperative that they have a, an agency to hand off these accounts once you know, the staff has tried to collect from them. Yes, and Tyler, bottom line is we want to have good patient engagement. We want to keep the patient happy coming back to the provider, and we want to keep great relations with uh, GTM as well. Absolutely. Mary, uh, what's, what is crucial to keeping that good relationship with GTM? Is it open communication? Is it common goals? Uh, what, what's important from your perspective just about uh, maintaining that positive relationship with Gary and his team at GTM? I believe it's all of that as well as results. Um, being a good ethical partner that you can trust that's been around a long time and that offers um, services that, you know, provide value. Absolutely. Well, Mary and Gary, it has been a a pleasure getting a chance to chat with you today about this topic and learn a little bit more about GTM and the value that they provide in this process. Um, Gary and Mary, I want to open it up for for both of you to kind of give us any closing statement that you have, any final thoughts that you want to mention here uh, or anything that you want uh, people to know about GTM and IC system and how they work together uh, to achieve positive results. So, uh, Gary, let me toss it to you first. Any closing statement, anything you want to leave our listeners with here today? Yeah, Tyler, it's it's unfortunate, you know, when you talk about the medical field that you have to talk about money. But uh, because of the high deductibles now, uh, like I mentioned, and uh, patient coinsurance payments, their copays, patients are are burdened with a lot more responsibility, a lot more financial responsibility now than they used to have, and and uh, unfortunately, this this creates a burden on the practice and um, ultimately on the patients because, um, like I said, a lot of them can't pay high deductibles in the first place, so. Um, sending those patients to collections is unfortunate, but it's it's necessary, and and so you need an agency that you know is going to understand the patient situation, but but still collect on behalf of the practice. That is true, Tyler, and no one chooses to be sick or have to go to the doctor. Um, luckily, we have great healthcare providers out there that are great giving great care. It's just the cost of healthcare has gone up so much, and. Um, A lot of the providers as well are really willing to work with the patient. So we appreciate that. And we appreciate Gary and all his um, clients. 
Well, excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Uh, Mary Prendergast and Gary Meza, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast and talking a little bit more about that relationship between IC System and GTM Medical Consulting. Uh, Gary, for people who might want more information on GTM and what you do, where can people go to, to learn more? Well, I have a, a website. It's uh, uh, gtmbiz.com. Um, so it has uh, outlines all my different services and uh, testimonials and, and so on. So that's the place to look. That's the place to go uh, for more on GTM Medical Consulting. And of course, you can always visit icsystem.com as well for more information on IC System and to stay up to date with the latest episodes of the podcast and so, so much more. Gary and Mary, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast today. Have a good day. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And everyone out there, thank you for joining us for this episode of Closing the Books, a podcast from IC System. We appreciate it very much. Of course, for more episodes, make sure to go to icsystem.com or find the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to stay up to date with the latest from IC System. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. But for this one today, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.